getting a phone call. And Mm -hmm. uh, she just says that she just wants to kill them and nothing else. That's it. I just called to say I'm going to kill you. I just (laughs) called to say you're dead soon. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices. Spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy, foxy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the the final final girl. Horror, horror story. Are we going to talk about horror? Sorry, I'm. I don't know. I don't know why I can't say horror today. <laughs> horror. Welcome to horror, horror movies. Movie survival guide. I'm Julia, and I'm Terry. Uh, this week we're talking about 2013's horror story. Uh, the title of this, episode, of this episode is "We All Fall Down." This movie was written by Mohan Azad, Vikram Bhatt, and Sukmani Sadana, and was directed by Ayush Reina. This movie is, I believe, the first Indian horror film I've ever seen. Same, Julia. Like, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen a a movie from India uh, about horror. I've watched a ton of other movies because we used to live in England and I used to watch a lot of late night TV. (laughs) And it was like all Indian movies all night. (laughs) Yeah, we need that. We need that station here in the U.S., I think. I would like to watch late night Bollywood. Depending on your cable package, you can you can hook that up. <laughs> and now that we have the internet, so I think you can just find a. There's probably some dope streamer, and there's also a lot of good ones actually on Netflix too. Oh. If you dig through, yeah, there's a lot of really great international film on there. Um, sweet. So we uh, start out on an abandoned hotel, which is the grandiose, um, which does not look so grandiose anymore. Um, it looks like it probably was in one day. You know, like maybe it was some beautiful thing, but. Or maybe it wasn't. It could have been something else before it was a hotel. Could dun, have been. Dun, dun. Uh, so we see a very morose looking gentleman who is climbing up through the uh, hotel and goes through room 3046 to, yeah. Well, he goes to do something. We're not sure, but right. I think there's like a terrace or something there apparently. And he ends up out on a balcony of this room and... um He's on the edge of the balcony and this is the beginning of the film. And I was like, oh no, at the very beginning. Oh, okay. This is how we going to start. Okay. Yeah. And it looks like he jumps off and you hear and he, and you, he does, you don't actually see the jump, but you do hear him splat on his car that he had driven up, drove up in. And that's the sound effect. And it's like, welcome to horror story. Bing. Yeah. Title card. <laughs> and let's go right from uh, suicide, right on to crazy nightclub where you got buddies drinking. It's a going away party. Let's have some fun. Just having a good time as you do. People are ribbing each other like and, and challenging each other. We're going to stay up all night. We're going to get wasted. Like, are you serious? Like, are we going to get wasted? And like, yeah, we're all going to get wasted. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be lit. We're going to stay up all night. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, and it's so fun to see. I mean, because we have a pretty group, big group of friends, right? And of course, but I've already, you see the good girl who comes in late and doesn't want to drink and wearing a white blouse. And you're like, oh, well, here, here we are. We see, we see our tropes already. Yeah. You know, we have the kind of like a uh, party girl. 
And so the party girl says they start talking about this suicide that they heard about. It was the architect of the building who had killed himself. And they talk, talk start talking about the grandiose, how they heard that this hotel was haunted, especially this one room, 3046. Uh, and the girl had died in the room and put a curse specifically on the architect. So, uh, Things are not going as they seem they do. So then they're like, well, we're drunk. Let's go just go check it out. Let's go talk to the let's girl. Let's go take a look. It can't be that bad. Like, let's go talk to ghosts. LOL, LOL. They're not real. So it's like a good spirited, fun um, it's a group of seven, you know, just uh, wanting to check out a creepy hotel for a little shits and giggles. It sounds like a horror movie set up to me. There is a cryptic crazy Ralph at the bar, however. Yes. And as we know, a horror movie survivor got a tip, always listen to your crazy Ralphs. Uh, and he, he knows they're going to go. So he doesn't really try to stop them, but he does say when you see it, you won't be able to believe it, which sounds kind of like a cool dare as well, though. You're like, cause that could be cool, man. Like you could not believe it in a cool way. That's not what he's talking about. I know. No, a hundred percent though. But yeah, I was like, yeah, like that's not going to tell, make somebody stop. Right. Like that's literally like curse, you know, it's like, tell us that it's a death curse, please. Like that's a little more effective. Like tell us we go in there. We don't leave. Like you can always check in, but you can never leave. I was thinking about that. (laughs) (laughs) It's very hotel California moment. I was like, oh no. Um, So they take a caravan over. Everybody comes on over and various states of drunkenness to this hotel. Uh, And I, I like that they, as they get out of the car, one of the kids says a film shoot should take place here right you're like this is probably just what happened right this is like our our session nine kind of thing where you see this abandoned hotel you're like i can make a movie here Hmm." i thought the exact same thing i was like also like just as we got into this movie i was like this is very reminiscent of like that session nine vibe of like there's actually a session nine shot in this movie like i I totally ripped off shot with the wheelchair which we'll get to later when i was like hey I've seen that <laughs> shot before. I think a lot of these shots, honestly, were things you've probably seen a little bit before. Like, I love that it's just called Horror Story, and it's literally combining so many different yeah. types of horror stories and genres together in this one film. Um, so, you know, we're going to get a lot of different things because there's seven people. So we're going to get at least probably six different <laughs> versions of yeah. stories here. How many deaths are we going to see? Probably a yeah. bunch if you start with seven people. Uh, exactly. So, of course, they, I love that they're, like, immediately dismayed by the front doors being locked. And I'm like, dude, did you really think the front doors just going to be unlocked? You could just waltz on in? Is this what your plan was? Because I don't think that plan's a very good plan. <laughs> but, of course, they're like, well, if it's abandoned. But I was like, even abandoned buildings are locked. Like, that's, people yeah, just they're not just open there. Yeah. So they decide, like, hey, like, they think they're defeated. They can't go in. And, like, I love, like, one of the girls. I think it's Maggie who's like, cool, I love it. It's so creepy in there. Like, she's, like, all about it. I was like, that's us. (laughs) Um, She's, like, the spooky girl. And, like, she's wanting to have fun. And, you know, again, you're getting more of that dynamic. You're seeing, like, you're like, who's afraid? Who doesn't want to be there? Mm -hmm. But they press on and they decide to go around to the back of the building. Because it's like, oh. We're being idiots. Like, yeah. I, and they also hear one of them hears, um, Anchit starts hearing something. He's like, I think um, I hear like a radio. So they head on down to the back and they find this old timey radio as they enter through the back. The back door is just propped open. Not suspicious, but they guess they feel like there's like a night watchman or somebody who would be back. Yeah, because lights are on. Yeah, lights are on. Radios on. So they go over in the radio and as they, as they walk past the radio, the camera pans around so the viewer can see that there are no batteries inside that radio. And that radio is just playing on its own. A ghost and not radio. just no batteries. It's like covered in cobwebs because I think it was Anchit too who had touched it and like wiped off some dust off the top of it. And he was like, oh, that's weird. Like it, 
if you turn off the radio, shouldn't it feel like it, should, it probably is not going to be all dusty like that if someone actually uses it on a regular basis? But he he shrugs it off, doesn't really think about it. But we know as the audience. Sure. Uh, you have to remember they're all a little tipsy. So things are probably not registering as quickly as they should. Uh, they are. They find a ton of clocks. All the clocks are set at five minutes to four. So we know that that's going to be a time that will perhaps come back in later. Uh, Nina, who was our good girl, uh, sees her doppelganger uh, through this hotel and follows her and actually has like eye to eye contact with her doppelganger. Like through like a window kind of thing, though, of this like little like, I don't know, um, bookshop, travel center, whatever little portion of the back of this hotel. And um, yeah, she freaks out. She's already freaking out because that's where we get our like first jump scare where she like is faced with herself, basically. Yeah. Uh, And of course, nobody believes her because would you believe your friend if they're like, I just saw myself? They're like, yeah, you're right there. You're like, no, no, no. I just saw myself. Of course, like walking around yeah. like my. Although I have to say, Terry, I would believe you because we've done this enough that I would be like, I've seen enough horror movies to know when your friend freaks out and starts saying something crazy, listen to that friend. Unless they're I've on LSD or seen something. Myself, I was gonna say <laughs> I've only separated from myself once, and I was oh. definitely on drugs. But we'll talk about that on another day. Oh my god, I want to hear that story so bad. <laughs> oh, it, it's another time. Okay. It's another time. Not okay. for the radio. Not for the folks on the, at home. Love Ooh, you all, but but I get to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do, Julia. You get to hear my my crazy separated self moment. Anywho's, maybe uh, I've shared too much. <laughs> I do love that they're uh, one of the cre- the cre- like the creepy moment. The first one we have really uh, beyond the doppelganger is there's just a, a mysterious soda can that when you kick yeah. the soda can, it just rolls back into place. I'm like, That's you kick so- the can. It's mm-hmm. just a, a very simple but very effective thing where you would be like, oh no, that's not that's not good. Well, it could also be like, hey, remember, like, because we heard it was the architect who jumped. Maybe the building isn't level for some reason. Like, mm-hmm. in my mind, that was where I went. I was like, oh, maybe it's just like, you know, but it was like, no, like, they all, all of the whole group saw, like, one of their guys, like, throw this can back into, like, this, like, dark, black, like, void of a hallway. And, like, was like, oh, that's fine. It's gone. But they all heard it and, like, saw it so, back right. exactly so, in place where it was so before. So is it sort of like a mass hallucination? What is going on here? Anshit stands up, steps up and says he's going to go check it out by himself. And, you know, there's gonna, so, so many times in this movie, I'm like, please stop separating. Please stop splitting up. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Please stop. They could not stop. I died too. Like, I was laughing so hard because, like, they could not stop. Right, and, they, like, and it's always like, thing hold where, on, like, hold on. Ladies, you stay here. I shall be the man and go forth. <laughs> and go figure it out for you and i love this yeah he's like i will hum a song or like as soon as long as you hear me talking or to myself or humming or whatever like you'll know that um you know listen for me hum if i stop then you need to come find me uh yeah that's not gonna not gonna work uh so they do and she goes in the darkness they they all go in after him uh and because he stops humming of course humming uh and for it just turns out to be a jump scare just see, he's he's fucking around, right? And you're like, oh, don't. He hides in a corner, and I was like, oh no! I even wrote "Cry Wolf." I was like, it's like it's gonna come back at you later, man. Like yeah. you cannot do this shit to people. Like you can't cry wolf while you're on a ghost hunt. I'm so I'm so glad that I've never been friends with that kind of person who would do that. Like my friends are all just cool, and they would just be by my side. They're not gonna have the assholes gonna like try to scare you to be a dick. Don't no. Not that, not that kind of person. No, I would try to scare you, but like in places that I feel are safe. Like I'm the person at Disneyland. If you're going on Indiana Jones with me and you're in the row in front of me, when we go through the cave of spiders, I'm totally putting my little hands on the oh back my of your God. neck. 
No, that I'm, ride it terrifies me. I will go on I, because people make me go on because they always want to go on that ride, but I will close my eyes that entire ride because it terrifies me. Because it's one of the best rides, but I'm definitely that person. Like, I will, like, try to, like, freak you out. Like I said, in safe places. So we're at Disneyland on this, like, little ride. I will nope. do it anyway. If you do that to me, if I go on, I'm not going to be happy about that. So we find I'm out. so sorry. Now <laughs> I'm going to have to. I'm so sorry. Uh, but we find out, of course, that this hotel, before it was a hotel, a uh, mental hospital. You're like, all right, well, Oops. here we Oops. are. Yes. Uh, so we again, we talk about these other horror movie tropes. We have um, a TV that we see that has static where they're hearing voices in the static. So some That's sort of poltergeist, poltergeist, watch out, poltergeist. And uh, they're um, saying welcome. The voices are saying welcome, which is a very, yeah. a very neutral phrase, but somehow made terrifying when whispered through you ghosts. Uh, but I love how one of the guys is like, uh, no, 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 there's old TV on. He's like, why is that on? Like, switch it off, switch it off. Like, dude, turn it off. Like, and I love how like he's like, uh, uh-uh. like calls it out right away. Like, it is not okay. But instead of switching it off because they can't figure it out because it's probably not really connected properly, like they listen to it. Uh, so yeah. when they're so they end up going to um, uh, the room three hundred four six. Yeah, the the room that the this is the faded room that everyone's been talking about, and they've been talking about it the whole time. Like, I guess we got to get to that room. That's where we're trying to find, and they make it there. And the room, of course, is creepy AF. Like, it's like weird, like you know, old timey stuff. I feel like we're like in like I feel like I really must miss Disneyland because I'm like Tower of Terror. Like, it's like <laughs> and the old Hollywood Tower in the first room where it's like all these creepy old things like and artifacts and stuff like that. It feels like an escape room. Um, that they're in so they go in they hear the shower turn on by itself uh and of course uh one of the gentlemen i'll i'll go check it out I'm like please please just go all yeah together. so it's sam and he goes forward and he's like okay i'm gonna go take a look and they keep again i think now we're realizing they're not just separating for fun it seems like something's compelling them mm-hmm. in different directions maybe and there maybe the powers are compelling them to do some of these things yes so yeah so sam goes in that bathroom and he's like okay i'm gonna pull the shower curtain back and see what's in here so he does and just as he does the door slams shut and when they are finally imag- able to get it open he is lying in a tub of blood so it killed it. Lick- Lickety split. Yeah, it's literally he's literally in a full bathtub of blood, just dead, dead, dead. So um, it was a very fast one, and they like like I said, they were trying to get through the door. Like as soon as that door slammed, they couldn't open the door. So once they did, and they see him there, they freak out as they should because it was all fun and games till somebody actually like dies. Yeah. Um. So they all try to run and escape. And they tr- keep trying to leave the hotel. And this is the moment where they realize they are in a continuous weird loop and they are trapped in this hotel. They run multiple directions. They keep ending back up at the same place. And this reminded me of like, I don't know, like Annihilation or something where you think you're going someplace and it's like we've literally gone in a circle and we don't actually know where we are anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's in a hotel that like everything looks the same. Yeah. And so uh, they yeah, they keep going around. Uh, they can't get out. They have no cell reception. Uh, and so now they're also seeing uh, they see a nurse, a nun nurse who had been talking to them sometimes that they're saying the doctor is going to see them. So now they know that the, the mental hospital seems to be kind of taking over the hotel a little bit. Yeah. So two of the guys leave um, some of the girls along and they go um, to look for help somehow. They're like, we got to figure out a way out of here. 
maybe the only way out is like to the terrace area or whatever. We got to try to find a way out. And I'm guessing now I'm like, oh, that's probably why that guy jumped. Because it's like, how else do you get out of there unless that yeah. place was just cursed and he had to go do it. Um, and so they find uh, this is where we get our session nine. Uh, when they follow the the nun, uh, they find a tape recorder reel to reel that starts playing by itself. Uh, and this is where we have the wheelchair, the wheelchair shot. And I was like, ah. Uh, just shout yeah. out if you haven't seen session nine, uh, by the way, we do have an episode on the film. Highly recommend watching that one and listen to us talk about it because that movie's bitching. Um, and just bananas. This, and just this, <laughs> just this little like throw out to it. I was like, oh, session nine. I love yeah. you, session nine. Um, and so now we have uh, a ghost that just appears out of fucking nowhere. Uh, and Mangesh is killed so quick. Like these kills. I feel like they need to savor their kills a little bit more. They're so quick that like you're, ba- and I know it's probably like to get past sensors and stuff like that. I'm but, sure like, you're just getting these real quick shots of like the death. You're like, Oh wow. And then like a shot of them dead and you're like, Oh, okay. And then that's it. Like that's all you ever see. It's literally like a flash for sure. And it's so crazy. Cause it looks like, it looks like the ghost reaches into his chest and like pulls out his heart or something. And he's just like literally DOA like, and then it's done. Like as fast as that, like a little flash. Um, and Anshit, of course, freaks out and loses the shit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, we also get a, a real creepy uh, ring around the roses that is uh, playing that there's a ghost that we're here singing this play over and over. Like, please, taking childhood chants and just making them creepy. I, I mean, it's creepy anyway. What do you mean right? taking that song was already creepy. That song's for the plague and black death. Like that's what like most childhood songs, honestly. 95% of them are also racist and steeped in slave culture as far as most American songs like that are like that too that are childhood songs that we think are innocuous were actually like very have these like very nefarious backgrounds so I, um, I find actually, it interesting and I actually <laughs> did look up because uh, they, they, they were actually saying ring a ring of roses and then they say husha busha instead of ashes ashes mm-hmm. um, and apparently the song is quite old and has very many different versions all around the world so this is the Indian version that there are English bits in it, but then there's also um, stuff in Hindi, I guess, or just nonsense words. I don't know. Uh, I love that. So they uh, they do get all back together, but Anshit is losing what? Well, they find him in a corner. Yeah, he's yeah. like hovering, like he's broken now. So yeah. like you're like, oh, he was the bravest one at the beginning, like playing with them and trying to play games with them. He's when he cried wolf at the beginning. And now he's like literally the one who's broken because he saw his friend literally get like murdered by a ghost in front of him. Yeah. And so he is shook. Um, and uh, then um, this is they where find they, this- they start. They, they start uh, the, the terrace. They start talking about the terrace that maybe mm-hmm. if they can only get to the terrace, the terrace will have cell reception. They can be saved. This is the plan. Uh, but again, we have this this split up of oh, some people need to stay. Watch him. Other people will go. I'm like, please. Oh, yeah. Please. So they keep doing that. Um, and, you know, they, they find more stuff back in that basement office. And Sonia. It's like she's the one who starts figuring out the story of the ghost. And so we find out that um, there's like this ghost lady face, uh, lady face ghost. Um, and turns out her name is Maya. And like she's like the one who's haunting them. Um, but they're still trying to get out of there. And like Neil, one of the other guys, tries to follow the electricity out. He's like, well, there's got to be a way out of here if the electricity's flowing in and out because this place still lights up. Like, how is this possible? Um, they try to get down to a parking garage. Like if we can get to the parking garage, maybe we can find an exit, mm-hmm. but they get down there. He finds some keys and he gets grabs, goes to grab them. 
but the nurse nun also follows them all down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also a ghost. So, you know, you don't want to be followed by nurse nun ghost. <laughs> and they try to drive out and they keep seeing exit signs, exit signs, exit signs through the parking garage. Cause they, of course they find a car and one random set of keys that works. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and Suspect. they were able to drive right through that nun. They just, so we definitely ghost hundred uh, percent. And yep. then they end up driving into a white fog where they can't really see what's going on. Uh, and when they come, they hit something. So they have to all get out of the car. And when they come back where they can see again, it was right back into room 3046. So it had just brought them right back around. Nicely done, hotel. This is a good ghost loop. I'm impressed with this. Yeah. Um, and Sonia also gets dragged away by one of the ghosts. So uh, we're losing people uh, and we don't know what happened to her. Uh, my favorite thing about this right here, intermission. And I was like, yes, intermission. We're, all right. <laughs> I'm like, do I get snacks? Like, what do I need to do? Like, yeah. <laughs> so this is your time, your snack time. Yeah, it reminded me of watching, like, I love watching old, like, movie musicals, clearly. And so, like, I love there's usually an intermission or an entracht, you know, a little moment to take uh, take a breather as you listen to more of the music again or something, you know, to, to prepare yourself for the second half. But I was like, this movie's an hour and a half. I don't think it really <laughs> needs an intermission. I, I have to tell you, sure. uh, I went to go see, when I was in Egypt, I went to go see uh, Ready Player One in Cairo. Uh-huh. And halfway through the movie, all of a sudden the movie stopped and the lights went up. And I went, what? And then my guide was like, oh, it's intermission. And I was like, oh, they just like that movie obviously doesn't have an intermission in it. They just, that just must it. be standard. You know what? They're probably trying to get more on those concessions. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, that's smart. That's a business plan, maybe. Or maybe that's just a cultural thing. That's awesome. So they come um, back from intermission. And one of the very first mm-hmm. things they say, we should stick together. And I'm like, oh, you're not going to stick together, though, are you? Of course, as soon as they say that, they're not because we also get again that the powers that be are compelling them in different places because we've seen enough of this ghost interaction now that we see when the ghost gets you and starts like interacting with you, the characters start hearing things or hearing the ghost like calling them or whatever. Um, so we have this good ploy because them. they're they're mm-hmm. hearing Sonia's voice uh, for, asking them for help, but they have no way of knowing if it's really her or if it's the ghost miming her and now it's a trick. So it's like right, and they're barricaded. Yeah, yeah, and they're barricaded in this room. Like they're like, we got to just stay stay together, stay barricaded. And we these, can't leave this. Leave, this this is always my plan. It. This is like this is great. You just stay in one room. You don't leave. But but I mean, with this, you're not waiting for rescue or anything. Like you just be there forever. Like where are you? When are you ever going to get out? Yeah, they just I, figure I, like until sunrise. Right? They feel like if the sun comes up. Maybe yeah, like you got to make going. it through the night, but it's like it doesn't seem like the time has really changed because it was almost four o'clock in the morning, maybe on that clock. But I don't know what time it really was. You know what I mean? They're like when they got in there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, so many crickets. Can we talk about that? Like there was like crickets throughout like the soundscape. There was a lot of crickets in this hotel. I was like, uh oh, are those creepy? Like, are those scary? <laughs> scary. Crickets. Um, a lot of, lot of scary um, a lot of flashlight cam, uh, a lot of too dark flashlight cam, one might say um, a little hard to see sometimes. Uh, but, you know, I'm down for it. But Maggie starts losing it now um, and she hears she hears Sonia's voice and we're wondering if Sonia's really dead or not. Um, and so they do decide to go. She eventually gets them out of there and and, and says, we got to go find her. So Neil gets his flashlight as they're walking down. It stops working like you just talked about. Mm-hmm. So we get we we had a little light. Um, we can't tell if Sonia's a ghost now or if she's just real busted because she's walking all funky. Um, and um she, they go to another room and she tells them about Maya that she's learned about the ghost and that she was actually mentally unstable and she had come to rehab here. Um, uh, she had murdered she, her whole family. How many people were in the family? 
seven went were killed. Yes. And I was like, oh, how many people are here together? A group mm. of seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they and find the doctor it. was killed by the patient. Maya had killed her doctor. Yes. Um, and they find they they said that there was also after shortly after she arrived some sort of incident that short circuited and eighteen people were killed and that's when they uh, shut it down as a mental hospital but they brought it back up they find a scrapbook uh, and this was very uh, the book The Shining is a lot about uh, Jack finding this scrapbook that's all about like the hotel's history and getting sucked into that so I was like okay we have this kind of thing here so the hotel shut just after a couple of days that like they had done this all this renovation and then they were like nope hotel's haunted better shut that shit yep can't can't keep it around so the the ghost is trying to communicate with them right it's not just it although it is killing them also trying to communicate and like let the story be known um and so then the phone ring one of their phone rings and it's got maya on the caller id well they said they want to like call her forth too they're like well we need to like figure out what she wants so we can get out of here. Like if we give her what she wants, like Sonia's like, I think she's just really heartbroken. Like I th- want to get her what she wants. And so she's like, let's like summon her. So they try to summon her and then she phone calls them. <laughs> I was like, all right. Ghost is like, all right, here we go. You wanted to her talk name to me? shows up on the caller yeah, ID. It's right. Maya calling. <laughs> like I love that on the caller ID. I was like, oh my God. Okay. Now we're like a little scream um, getting a phone call. And mm-hmm. uh, she just says that she just wants to kill them and nothing else. That's it. I just called to say, I'm going to kill you. I just called to say you're dead soon. Um, so I like it. Not fucking around, not saying like, please save me and move my bones to a proper burial. None of that shit. She's like, no, I'm just going to kill you just so you guys know. Uh, Sonia, I left you alive so you could like forward on my story, but you're on the hit list too. So everybody. So all of a sudden Sonia's not there anymore again. <laughs> like she gets dragged away by this ghost. Um, and Yeah. So they all decide to lock themselves in a room together and everybody holds hands. A good, another good plan here. Just like all locked together. See if the energies, the powerful energies, uh, smoke starts coming into the room. They start to not being able to see each other. Uh, and, but all this, and they're trying to say, everybody's trying to say their names out loud. So they know that they're still there, but when they call Sonia's name, she's not answering. And all of a sudden she's not there, but they're holding hands with ghosts and it's just and now they uh, they give this give chase and they find Sonia dead in a chair within minutes. And I was like, yep. well, that didn't work, did it? Sure didn't. Now there's four left. A few more to go. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, and they happen to find that old, crazy, like weird library again. And so they see these occult books um, where I think we saw travel books before. Mm-hmm. And so now we're going to have a study moment because she's like, well, we got this information. We're going to read up on this shit, you know, and, and study. So they find um, out every spirit is connected with something or human being and every evil spirit derives its strength from the thing it is attached to. So like, okay, so that would be the hotel, right? It's deriving power from the hotel and sometimes literal power since we have electricity. Right. Um, and it is uh, five minutes to four, by the way, now. So times. A this tick-in. is the time. This is the time. And so um, you get a vision also like of Maya being electrocuted and like all this for the, tr- during the treatment, all this stuff. And, and, um, she, yeah, this is a pretty good sequence because they're, they're yeah. she said there's, they t- the, we have our flashback of Maya in the shock therapy room. And mm-hmm. as she's being electrocuted, she starts laughing and just won't stop laughing. That's a creepy, it's a creepy thing. Um, and she ends up like back somehow making the electricity flow backwards and shock everybody in the room. So this is the short circuit that she had created that killed the 18 people. 
right? So they realize Neil is like, hey, we need to destroy the machine, basically. So this is a a little bit Shocker-esque as well, Mm -hmm. right? You have like now you have this villain that's like living in electricity in form inside of a machine. So they're like, we got to destroy the machine. We get rid of this ghost, basically. So they're like, what gets rid of things? And I thought about you, Julia, because it's Horror Movie Survival Guide. Fire. Yeah. Like constantly an answer, right? If it's not, you know. Uh, but this ghost, because it's connected to this machine, the ghost in the machine, mm-hmm. um, we can get fire. So Maggie and Neil head to the kitchen looking for things to help burn. They need some like petrol or something to help ignite, um, ignite the thing. But Maggie sees a vision of a woman like she gets pulled at the end, end of the kitchen reading a newspaper and like speaking to her or whatever. This also reminded me of session nine, just the shot of like how like the lady was at the end of the hall with the, mm-hmm. the way it's illuminated and everything too. And um, we find out that Neil has a double. So now Maggie doesn't know which Neil is the real Neil. And so which one are you following? Uh, and so she doesn't see a shadow on the wall as they're walking towards something as fake Neil is what is trying to pull her along. So this is, I think that this, you know, this particular part of the film works. I like the, like the ghost loop bit. And I like this bit where you really don't know if your friends are your friends. Uh, It's got that like kind of thing, paranoia bit about it. And also voices, like you don't know if they're really, so it can mimic anything, anyone, you know, uh, which is pretty terrifying. Um, And uh, in the midst of all of this, we have, of course, we have more people to kill. We have more, so poor Anshit is uh, decapitated, and that's the end of him. Yeah, and Nina finds him, yes. uh, finds his little head, and um, and so she's the one. She was one of the ones. She was one of the goody good girls who mm-hmm. was like the one who was kind of most afraid at the beginning. So of course she's going to be one of the people close to the end, right? Yep. Um, and so um, Neil makes his way back to um, the room with the with the machine, and he douses it and tries to ignite it, but he gets as he's trying to light this lighter, there's this little closet, like med- like mirrored medicine closet kind of thing right next to the machine where he's trying to ignite it. And he doesn't notice that like the door is opening, 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 and he gets sucked into the the void of this door. Yeah. He's pulled away. Like behind a mirror, basically. Um, and yeah. so n- now we have, uh, so he's gone. We, Maggie has been killed by this point as well. Like we're all down to uh, just going to our, Nina. our final girl mode. Yeah, so Nina's left, and she's the only one left, and all her friends are dead, and they're all ghosts, and all of a sudden, they're surrounding this, like, car, and they are like, um, come join us, basically. Join us. Join us. Join us. Yeah, beckoning her. Yeah, they're like, just join the party. Like, you're going to be late. Hop in the car, and they have their, like, it's like a ghost version of their caravan car that they drove all all over in as well, too. Um, But she's a good little final girl here, and, like, they're back by that um, spot where that original can had rolled out there's like it's like a bunch of paint stuff was there because the hotel was you know kind of in disrepair um so she finds some like paint cleaner or something like that that she could ignite um so she figures out a way to light this shit up with a light she crashes a light bulb over it yeah it ignites the freaking painting fluid i was like good girl like yeah. use used her tools right in front of you and she runs through a ghost and like the, the ghost starts having a ghost tantrum is like <laughs> trying to throw everything at her that, that it can. And like, you know, literally benches her, throws a bench like that, like smacks her down. And so um, and her, her fire almost goes out, but she finds a fan to help like reignite it and get it going again. And, and the ghost of the architect shows up to help her rekindle that flame because he too wants this place to be burned. Um, and so she ends up being able to finally burn this evil machine. Uh, and there's a, a giant explosion. And we have our beautiful final girl walking into the sunlight. 
kind of moment. As the doors, those doors, those front doors that were all locked earlier, all fly open as soon as the ghost is done because it's released the lock and hold on the place. And she walks out. Will she be okay? No, probably not. Mm -mm. But she survived. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we have our broken final girl, which is always uh, a delightful way to end a movie. So in this kind of situation, survival's a little tricky, right? Because if the ghost uh, is literally not letting you out of this place, you're going around in a loop. If you don't know who your friends are, uh, I mean, I guess staying by yourself is one way to do it. But then she's just going to get you, it seems. She's going to compel you no matter what. This is probably one of the hardest ones to escape because there's it's literally a, a no exit situation, right? So... And you have the, uh, the ghost yeah. like preying on your own personal being able to lure you out with all sorts of weaknesses and whatnots. Um, yeah, a pretty good villain ghost, Maya. I, I enjoyed it. And I, you know, it is, it uh, feels like a very big mishmash of a bunch of other horror movies, right? And I think there's, there's things that you've seen, but this is put together in a slightly different way, which I don't have a problem with, which I feel like yeah. if there's lots of movies that you like and I want to steal this one little moment from it, that's okay. Right. That's okay. Yeah. Like, I prefer that yeah. to a remake. I would prefer. Like, yeah. No, this is like, well, and also because it's called Horror Story, it's like, it feels more like an anthology of like a bunch of different, you know, movies, like you said, like kind of smushed into one, uh, into one story. Yeah. 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 Lots of lore, lots of like nod, nods and winks and nods, mm-hmm. you know, and like of such, like so many tropes, um, I think covered. Yeah. You want to gore factor us? Yeah, I would love to gore. I'd love to gore you. Let's do it. Oh, my. Um, all right. One, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, bathtub of blood. Five, run for the barf bag. This is definitely a four because there's literally a full bathtub of blood in the first kill. We had to give it. We, we had, had to, do to it. give it. Yeah. <laughs> we got a decapitation. We got a we got a fair amount of blood in this one, which which I was yeah. very happy about. Um, although, as I said, I would have liked to have held on some of those effects a little bit longer. I want oh, yeah. a little more gore, but it still yeah. it still gave it what we want. So right. uh, we have for chainsaws one if you're desperate. Two barely qualifies as a horror film. Three seen worse, seen better. Four not too shabby, and five fantastic oracle. I gave horror story a three. Seen worse, seen better. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. I felt like some of the camera work was uh, left a little something to be desired. Again, a lot of it was quite dark. I felt like I couldn't seek a lot of it, but um, mm-hmm. I liked the all of the characters. I really enjoyed, and I felt like everybody mm-hmm. had their moments. And I thought there was a lot of cool elements, like a lot of the looping elements and the different kinds of scares that you can like. How many different kinds of hauntings can you cram into one movie, which I enjoyed? Yeah, there was a lot of hauntings. I gave it a 2.5. Um, I, um, yeah, I thought it was, I, it's scary, but I don't know. Well, no, it should be a three because it is a horror movie. It's not not a horror movie. It's just like, um, I wanted more attention because it's not, it was scary, but it's not scary, scary. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Um, I think that some of it was just pacing. Uh, so we, uh, again, this was one of, uh, we are very happy to have our first Indian horror film on here. I've never seen a horror movie in Hindi. Totally cool. Um, please like let us, if you have any recommendations for some Indian horror, please yes. let us know, uh, horror movies, guy we fans. We'd love to cover more. We, yeah. we definitely would. Uh, and we are going to continue on with our Asian horror, uh, streak where we're going to be talking next week about a tale of two sisters, uh, which yeah. comes from Korea, which we're very stoked to talk about. Uh, please do find us on our social media. We would love to talk to you. Uh, we got Instagram, we got Facebook, we got Twitter, we got a yeah. Patreon. If you would like what? to become a subscriber, 
uh, do it. Little tidbits and support the art that you love. Uh, if you if if you do love us, uh, we also have a Teespring store. If you love us even more and want to wrap wrap us on your chest or on a tote bag or whatevs. Yeah, carry us with you all the time. Aww. Aww. I carry you in my heart every day, Julia. Thanks for doing the show with me. <laughs> all right. I love it, Terry. We have such Yay. a good time, don't we? We really do. <laughs> People have no idea. <laughs> or maybe they do. That's why they listen. All right. <laughs> Join us next week as we cover um, A Tale of Two Sisters, um, a movie from Korea. And um, check it out. Join us then. We can't wait to hang out and talk with you a little bit more. Have a great week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.